Hello, fellow podcasters. Today we're going to talk about um, hearing God's voice again. This time we're going to talk about, did you hear God right? Did I hear God right? If I did, why didn't what I thought I heard happen? And if I didn't hear God, how can I learn to hear Him more clearly? So the first thing I want to talk about is what kind of questions were you asking God? And were they from a place of hope or negativity and hopelessness? Let me give you a few examples and then um, I hope you can really think back on any, um, any times that you may have asked God something out of hopelessness and then wondered why it didn't happen. First of all, I want to say when you try to hear God from a place of hopelessness and you're asking a question to the God of hope, you might not get a response from the person you are trying to talk to. In other words, the person who is full of hopelessness is Satan, right? The enemy. And if you've asked a question like, God, I, let's just give an example. Like, God, I want to get out of this job. I cannot stand my boss or my coworkers or this all of the workload or whatever. Um, so I'm asking for open doors and, you know, just a new job to come my way. Well, that request, that prayer request, that talking to God session all stems from a place of hopelessness. It, it all is surrounded by negativity. There's not um, hope in your request. There's not hope in your, there's only hope to leave a current situation. But God is a God of restoration and reconciliation. And if, if he, if he wants to be the reconciler, then he's not going to be the person who wants you to leave the current situation to go to a different situation without dealing with what's bothering you. So if you have wounds, if you have hurt feelings, if you have bitterness, anger, resentment, unforgiveness, any of those things towards your current situation, and you're trying to leave it, and you're praying that God would just open doors and you could just run from your current situation, I feel like that's not God's heart for you. His heart is for us to be reconciled and restored and redeemed and and full of hope for wherever we are, that wherever we are, we're supposed to be, and that where our footsteps are ordered by him. And, and the current day, the current situation, the current place that you are, the current people you're surrounded by is who you're supposed to be with. And this could go for a job. This could go for a church. This could be about, um, you know, your friendships, your relationships with your family, uh, friends, it could be your husband, a spouse, you know, wife, whatever, even your children, like all of these things. God loves family. He loves friendship, family, 
and he is a God of love. And he wants us to be restored and reconciled to one another. So if we're praying out of a place of hopelessness and negativity and and asking God to just get us out, that's not always his heart. And so when you wonder why it doesn't happen, when you wonder why you've thought you had open doors, you thought, um, let's just say, you got an interview for the, for this job so that you could finally get out of your current job, but then you didn't get the job at the other place. It's almost like, and I have seen this in other people's lives, that yes, there's open doors right away because there's someone else opening those doors for you and it's not God. And God is on your side and you're still praying, you're still talking to him, you're still saying, you know, God, I need help. And maybe you didn't ask him in the right way. And so he's still guiding your footsteps. He's still going to make sure you stay on the right path because that's what he does for us. He wants to be the God of reconciliation. So just, I want to keep, want you to keep that in mind that when you feel like you hurt him for something big or something specific and you thought you had this open door and then it didn't work out, I want you to go back to why you were looking for that open door to begin with. Was there any wounds that needed to be healed? Was there any hopelessness in the situation to begin with? And if there was, you need to go back and deal with that and repent or, you know, ask forgiveness or and get to a place of what I'm going to call neutral. And this might sound like an oxymoron, but to get to a place that's neutral with God means to me that you're listening to him, you're talking to him, you're talking to the God of hope, and you have hope. You have no negativity in your questions to him. And you also are neutral in the fact that you're laying down your desires. You speak your desires, but you're able to hear him above yourself. And I guess that's the next point I want to make is that sometimes we want something so badly that we mistake his voice for our voice. And the only way we can like really figure this out is by practice. And you don't want to practice on the really big things. You want to practice on things that don't matter so that when things that really, really matter, you know that you have heard God because you've been practicing hearing his voice. So an example would be, you know, maybe I really, really, really want um, to buy some, you know, this big product. Maybe it's a fancy boat or buy this specific house or marry this per- person. Let, let's just say that something big, right? And I really have strong desires toward this thing. Well, when I pray and I ask God and I want to hear him, you know, reply back to me, I'm going to have to get a place, get to a place of neutrality. And that means I'm full of hope that God wants what I want. I believe that he had his desires are my desires. And and your prayer has to be more like, God, I want to hear what you have to say. This is my desires. And you can lay it out really plainly to him, just like he's your friend. This is what I want. This is my desires. But I also want what you want. 
and I want to be able to hear you fully and completely. So I'm going to set that aside for just a minute. And I just want to hear what do you have to say on this situation? And generally, whenever I pray like that, I am able to calm my desires enough to where I can hear him. And I and this takes practice. You can practice in the smaller things. Um, but it might, I don't, it might be a, a case of like, let's see if this works out before you actually know that you heard him and not you. And this is something you can practice in your everyday activities. And we've talked about this in um, the earlier podcast on how to hear from God. There's lots of ways to activate this training. You want to train yourself to be a good basketball player, be a good um, mother or a good, you know, worker, or we go to school to, to be an accountant, we go to school to be a minister, or we go to school to, you know, the list goes on and on, but we practice for things in human society. And so we have to put just as much effort in practicing our relationship with God. There's no way we can have a relationship with anyone on this earth without actually talking to them more than once and actually listening to them too. If we do all the talking in a relationship, we're not going to get to know the other person. We have to be quiet and listen sometimes. So it just takes like being in a relationship and it's not hard. This is not work to hear from God. This is, it takes effort as in, hey, I'm just going to listen for a minute. I'm going to take time to ask him a question instead of just telling him what I want. I would like to hear what he wants. And there's, this is the, my, my lesson today is on, did I hear God right? Right. So we talked about, we want to make sure we, we don't listen out of hopelessness. We talked about, we want to make sure we're not listening out of too much of our own desire. And so I'm calling this a place of neutrality. And other than that, you want to um, make sure that you don't put God in a box. He Sometimes he will speak to you and you'll know that he spoke to you. It sounds really clear. It sounds really specific even in a way that you know you heard him. But you need to be really careful on the interpretation that you place on what he has said. It doesn't mean he didn't say it. But your interpretation of what he is saying is really vitally important to your heart and your heart's position in the relationship that you're having with him. If he tells you a certain date that something is going to happen, you want to make sure that you've asked enough questions to know exactly what he's speaking about. Um, If it's just, sometimes you could be right and wrong at the same time. Yes, you heard this date, this was going to happen, and then it kind of happened, and it kind of didn't. Well, what was the kind of didn't part? Did you put God in a box? Did you decide that he could, um, did you interpret his um, date to mean something that he never said? And so if you did, then I just want you to take a moment and just be, just be able to let it go and don't blame God. Don't blame yourself. Learn, learn from your history. This is how we learn to hear God is we learn from our history. So 
if something kind of happened, kind of didn't happen, and you're wondering, well, why? My suggestion to you is, did you put God in a box? Did you interpret him incorrectly? And another piece of that is, did you put him on a timeline that he's not on? One of, um, one of the best scriptures for this is in Second Peter 3, like 8 and 9. I don't have it just a quote, but he says something like a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day to him. And he's not really being slow about his promise that some people might think, but no, he's being patient for your sake that none would perish because he wants everyone to go to heaven. And the point to this is his time. He is the beginning. He is the end. He is time itself. So if, if he says the word soon, like you ask him a question about, you know, a time frame, and he says the word soon, like, don't interpret that as to meaning like the next minute, next hour, next day, next week, next month or year, without asking him more questions. Because when he says soon, his soon is may not be your soon. And then your heart is going to be so attached to this thing he never said. And that's where our hearts can get so, um, you know, wounded. And we kind of did it ourselves only because we haven't practiced hearing his voice. I'm just telling you the only way that you can be really successful in your relationship with God and hearing him clearly is to practice and practice every day on many, many things. Just talk to him. Practice means talking to him. It's not hard. It's not. It's just effort. It's just like any other relationship that we have. We put a little bit of effort in and then we have a relationship. Boom. So talk to God, you know, constantly throughout your day and make sure that you are listening to him too. Lay your desires out because he wants to hear them. But then put them aside for a moment so he can tell you what his desires are. And there's a good chance that his desires are your desires and your desires are his desires. But just in case there's a chance that he has something else to say, be willing to listen. Okay, I love you guys. I hope that you have enjoyed these podcasts on how to hear from God. And we'll talk to you soon.